Since the dawn of time, certain events have rocked the history books and the Twitters alike. The evolution of man. The birth of Christ. The moon land. These are just some of the events that pale in comparison to what you have the privilege to be about to witness. Where were you for this historic event? Where were you when the world stopped? Where were you for the 50th episode of the Friendly Fire can laugh track and stuff we'll just do it ourselves this week this is great <sighs> except shane will get mad if you do that into the mic won't he no, that was no, a, that's the feedback one i don't like ah well don't do it don't do it <laughs> don't anyway I don't steve that. from survivor or survivor.com i don't care at this point i'm so excited i don't even know which is what's going on he's got a business well, website and a personal website sure well, who else do we does got? he apparently off topic already <laughs> who are you i am ben from mmgn I'm Shane from Survivor. I'm Tano from MGN. I'm Leo from Survivor also. We had like so much energy and I feel like by the time we went around this table, we, it's all gone. It's just, just, should we just structure do it how we do this now? No, should we try it again? We're live and we're raw and you can't take this that away is, this from is us. This studio audience we're here, Leo. pre-recorded live, Leo. <laughs> Don't, you can't mess this up. Chaps. This is television, right? How did we make it to 50 episodes? Who knows? One drunken conversation at Sony's end of year Christmas party 2012. Did anyone count how many beers we had? In the we should have figured out how many beers we had. I don't know if I. Well, let's say on average it's three each per show. We've done fifty. I don't think that's really the average. No, more importantly, we have no sponsors still. So if you're a beer maker and you want to give us some, we'll give you a plug. Technically, we do have sponsors, but it's each of us rotating out who buys the beer so technically that person that week is, is the ah Gaetano sponsored this, uh, this, <laughs> this week's episode, episode. Well, it would still Gaetano. be better with a real sponsor or even like a, a rich oil baron who wants to marry one of us or whatever just give <laughs> us Done. beer money We're, shotgun Ben yeah. <laughs> alright well it is our 50th episode we never thought we would get remotely close to this I'm so proud of us guys and we've so only sounded professional for the last nine <laughs> <laughs> really? think, yeah. Even then, uh, me, me. debatable. Well, we've we've sounded clear. We've sounded professional for twenty five percent of the last nine, yeah. which is still a hundred thousand percent more than any other show that the we've done early before. part when we're sober. You mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, we thought we'd we'd shake it up. There's no news. We haven't been playing anything this week of note. Maybe um, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about in some lengthy, in some very brief, fifty. Awesome things to go with 50 awesome weeks of the Friendly Fire Show. Woohoo! See, we don't need a pre can <laughs> laugh thing. We'll just do it ourselves. Um, let's get straight into it. You guys have been listening to us maybe for 50 weeks. Maybe so now not. we're going to listen to you. No. <laughs> no, that's not how that <laughs> works. Your own Show me how that technology works, Leo, and That'll we'll do it. Neat. But I just thought because people have been listening to us, hopefully they kind of you know, think we're good enough to listen to the next week. Why don't we kind of just give them a little bit more insight into our lives, a window into our soul, perhaps? Um, I thought we could quickly just kind of use five of our 50 things and each talk about why we got into gaming in the first place. 
and I nominate Shane. So these are the days our newest of our voice. Lives. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how I got into gaming, um, I had like I remember my cousin had uh, uh, NES or something, and as soon as I saw it, I had to have like a video game console at home, and I remember so vividly. I can't like I must have been so young at the time. I think it would have been maybe six or seven. Um, and I remember going into Target with my very patient mother with the biggest jar you've ever seen in your life full of one and two cent coins and going up to the lay-by counter where the woman had like a Sega Master System waiting for me and we spent like 45 minutes counting one and two cent coins and that woman clearly went home and killed herself. And I'm very <laughs> sorry. But, um, and in the end, I was short like 25 bucks or something and like mum had to chip in the rest of the money and that was Aww. it. That was, that was my first experience. Let's quickly ask, because I know that your mum was shopping for a laptop once and asked if it had Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. This is what true. Were the, uh, what were the concerns with the, the Sega? Well, as, as a seven-year-old, I was doing most of the negotiating. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, that, yeah, that's my that's my very first memory of gaming, and I, I think I got like uh, California Games and Sonic the Hedgehog and Hacky Sack Man. Hacky Sack, the best. What do you mean? Oh, I thought games. you meant like before we had video games. No, me and my California dad used to play games. Hacky Sack in Hacky the backyard. Hacky Sack in California me. Games. How good was that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the worst. It was. No, no it, was, it was great. <laughs> Everything in California Just Games. Just bad at it. That's why it was the worst. Jumping over the cracks in the grass or whatever, and like the pavement. Oh yeah, yeah. Good times. Well, that was me anyway. Well, um, I had I, this isn't my first memory or how I got into gaming, but it's my most memorable as a kid. I had an NES and I had a Sega Genesis. I have no idea what you guys call it. Every Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Yeah. The real and name. Yeah. My parents. <laughs> I, all I wanted for one Christmas was a PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Yes. So how bad. times have changed. That was the only thing. <laughs> Yes! Very true. So true. That was the only thing on my wish list. And instead of getting a PlayStation, I got like six or seven Genesis games, and I cracked the shits so hard. Dude. <laughs> my parents eventually got sick of me whinging, took the games back, bought me a PlayStation <gasps> with that money. So you won. And they would not buy me a game, though. I think, And you know what? I think that was fair. So I played the PlayStation demo disc for like five months, and I was like happy as a pig in slop. And that's... Kind of, I still feel really bad about it to this day. So if my parents are listening, I'm really, really sorry. The was the demo just the one we thought with Die Hard? Was it that had, it? yeah, I think, I think so. so. And it had, uh, I want to say Virtual Fighter, but it's not Virtual Fighter. What was it? Soul it would have had, it would have no. had Ridge Racer. What was the first fighting game on PlayStation? Was, Toshinden. Yeah, Toshinden wow, or Tekken? No, it was Toshinden. Toshinden yeah. It was totally Toshinden. Oh man, I forgot about <laughs> you only that. Had two Battle, Battle, Battle Arena Toshinden. Crap out of that demo disc. <laughs> that is old school. I can picture so that in my head. That's like the old man who makes like the ball of energy and he runs along it. I remember that. Yes! Yeah, that guy's awesome. That's my memory. His I, name was Fang. I, do, I don't remember. I just remember pissing off my parents. Like, Do you remember the PlayStation boot-up noise, that like wind chime thing? Yeah. I think I had a modded PlayStation, so whenever I heard that noise, I was like, it's working today! I had a modded PlayStation. But you'd have to like put Bluetack in the thing and like... Just flip the discs over before, like you could do it without a mod chip. You can put a yeah. real disc in, hold the lid button, yeah. and then like as it's spinning and, and like gets past all the checks, you flip the real disc out and put your burnt disc in, and it will play that. What game. the hell? You man. could do that with the PS2 as well, where you just put a stick into the disc drive <laughs> and pushed it along so that it would the, the PlayStation would think there was a disc in there, but there wasn't. Yeah. The disc drive would come out. You'd put the disc in. It could be a different region, and it would play it normally wow. without a mod chip. Five dollar. Uh, 
little pin to put in there. <laughs> We're moving into what got us into gaming to how we saved money. <laughs> yeah. How we pirate. Let's yeah, let's backtrack a bit. Hello, last week. Ben, <laughs> I was not allowed to play games when I was a little kid because apparently they were the worst. Until I eventually got a Game Boy from nagging constantly. And like, Game Boy doesn't really count. You can have that at one game, which was Oddworld, which was shit. Oddworld? On Game Boy? On Game Boy. Wow, I didn't didn't even know that existed. Uh, Pocket, then Color. It did exist. I'm so old. Pocket. I had like a, like when you say Game Boy, I I think of like the Game Boy. I feel like the original, and I don't remember Oddworld on Game Boy. Yeah, I don't remember Oddworld on Game Boy either. That's like... Maybe that was what I got with Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah and I had I something that. else on. Yeah, anyway. Surely you had a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. yellow. You had a Pokemon. Yellow. Wow. Yellow. <laughs> you can play Pokemon. But you're only allowed <laughs> to catch one Pokemon. Just one. Pick pick wise. Pokemon. Pokemon Yellow is the caviar of Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't, quite you, can't, fancy you can't get rid of Pikachu. It's a great no. marketing. You have to have. Like you can only have five Pokemon well, really and Pikachu P- in that game. Pikachu follows you. That was like a big deal at the time. Because it was the cartoon, right? It was essentially the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And then I played my friend SNES for ages, which is why I love Donkey Kong now, because it was like the best thing ever. And eventually then I got a NES from like a garage sale. It's like, well, thanks, Mum. This is not the thing. Anyway, I got you Donkey Kong. This is not the right one. But I got pretty good at Duck Hunt and Mario Original, which were on the same like cartridge. cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. But I have that, and I yeah. tried to play it, and because and my TV is LED, for it. it doesn't you, work. You can't, can't do it use anymore. the gun. <laughs> you can't do Pointless. it anymore. Oh, it was good in like the 90s when it was 10 years old and now it's what, like 25 <laughs> years old? More. It's almost 30 yeah. years old. Nice. Like me. Let's hear oh. your story then, Leo. Um, I, the first thing I remember is I was four years old and my dad brought home a NES and I was like a super cartoon freak when I was a kid. I used to, like He said I used to sit in front of the TV for hours and hours and hours. You used to be yeah, a super like cartoon he, he was animated when he was four years old. And like just like watch cartoons constantly and my dad like put in um, Super Mario Brothers. And he's like, look, it's a cartoon. And I was like f- four and just like, oh, that's cool. And then he's like, showed me the controller and it like moved Mario across the screen. And I was like fascinated. So I grabbed the controller and like played the first level and like played the next level. And just, yeah, that was, that's what I remember. Super Mario Brothers, NES. Did you guys have the Super Mario, uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah of okay, course. Good. Just checking. Yeah. yeah, that that was mine. And then we had a Super <laughs> Nintendo with a Super Wild Card, which meant you could put ROMs on three and a half inch floppy so we had like 500 Super NES games wow can we stop that, can we have like one episode without us talking about pirating just like one there's a statute of limitations surely it's so, so well old. let's find yeah, out everyone had a chip playstation like everyone if yeah, you didn't have a chip playstation thing. you had like one game and you were the yeah. loser kid I had, I had a chip playstation <laughs> or you had a Nintendo 64 I remember I had a my uncle gave me his chip playstation and uh, some of my family lived in Indonesia for ages so they just bought the game from there and it was like this is pretty legit it's got a case but I didn't have a memory card <laughs> oh <laughs> no for ages you had a chip wow. playstation and no memory card I eventually saved that 29 bucks to get that memory card because it was a pain starting every game at the beginning <laughs> I had a chipped playstation and worked at a video store so I basically yeah, so had I. a library of games to take home and copy and then take back to work. you just said you wanted us to stop talking <laughs> well you know what if we're going to do it we might as well do it and it was it. so right. easy to copy playstation it was like yeah. pulling it a blank seat the only the only hurdle for copying PlayStation games was that CD boners were expensive back yeah. then. 
Well, actually, I worked at a video shop when I had my chip PlayStation as well, Steve. But I didn't burn anything. I just like hired the games from work for cheap because I worked you there. You sucker! I didn't have to hire them for well, cheap. I got to hire them for free. Well, I got yeah, I got them for free them, or cheap. Them. Why? Why, why did you chip your PlayStation then if you had this other system? Yeah, yeah. Sure. My my like family used to go overseas all the time as well, and they'd be like, yeah, "Oh yeah, right. cool, Papua New Guinea. I'll take a hundred games, please. Here's <laughs> a, a peanut." <laughs> <laughs> Right, we should move on. Well, we need to. Tano, how did you get into games? Oh my god. The man, if you want to. Tano, please Um, say hi first. Hi, I've said hi already. Say it properly. I've said, I've spoken a lot this game. Yeah, hi. Last week. Hi. I don't know. We're talking about it, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get in there, you'll fit in there. So I was introduced, I used to uh, go to my cousins and she would speed run through Super Mario Brothers on NES, and that kind of got me obsessed with. Nintendo, but I didn't get a Nintendo console until Super Nintendo about six years later. Jeez. So I went without a console after begging for one for years. I was a bit like Ben. My parents were like, nah, you're not you know, old enough yet, even though I was like <laughs> 10. And then that's it. I kind of went through a Nintendo phase where I was obsessed with Nintendo. And then... We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember. I, and I, then I got a GameCube and there was no... But yeah, it's kind of started with the NES and Super Nintendo and it started from there. And Super Metroid actually was the one game that got me really into games. Where I would, awesome. That was the first I, game I ever finished. I would say that to finish. for me that would be Link to the Past. Like the first game that yeah. you ever started <laughs> and you finished it and you just wanted to play it again straight yeah. away. Super Metroid. Can I just make an observation that three of the five of us, I even Shane as well, it was like, or well, maybe even you, Steve. I started on It's, it's all, all Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. And now we're just like, we love Wii U. Well, to be honest, like, there wasn't hate as much. It's not that we're angry, it's just disappointed. Disappointed, which is, which is harsher, you know? It's Yeah, I'm beyond disappointed. <laughs> I'm way older than all of you. What? Especially you, you are like way two years older than me, my okay. friend. Well, I'm most older than Salter, but like we all grew We're up all with a NES. Like, because there wasn't anything, there wasn't much else around. Even I had a NES, but that was just because my parents no, were idiots. It was, the, ads, <laughs> the ads were great. The cartoon series were yeah. all great because they were all cut. There was the Super Mario Brothers, there was Captain N as well. Oh, yeah, I, that was awesome. I actually have a, an old VHS with. Um, uh, the, the cartoon Disney uh, Robin Hood with the foxes, and it's got ads from the TV, and it's got ads from the eighties for for Ness. I think you might have showed me that, like years, Australian years ago Australian ads as well. Yeah, yeah I, I never, I never actually had a Ness. I remember yeah. I had a, a babysitter <laughs> who had a Ness. And my parents loved it because I was like, "Can I please get babysat tonight? Like, I don't want to be here anymore." <laughs> and I was too young to play it. Like, I wasn't any good at it. We'd play two player, and I'd just keep dying. And then. I'd just go around there and be like, can you please beat Mario for me? And she would just, I'd just be happy to watch it. She'd yeah. be like, this kid's great. He just comes around, sits here, watch me play video games, and I get money. <laughs> Shane, to this day, still will just sit there and watch people play video games. Me or our friend Madge. Maybe, maybe that's he just a, maybe watches that's people why. play video games. Maybe you're just not very good at games. We've always done that, though. But look, we, should, maybe. we should move along. Yeah, moving along. Moving along. Um, so what we've, what we've done, we've kind of all knocked heads together, and we've come up with, for most of these little segments, <laughs> ten of... This or that or the other. So we'll basically kind of just throw it out in no particular order. So if we're saying, you know, like best of the generation that's just passed, we don't mean that the first one we talk about is number one. We're just, you know, giving you our thoughts about what we think are the, the better games of the uh, kind of what? What do we? We, we, you, maybe we? Yeah, we, PS, we, PS3, three, Xbox 360 kind of era. 360. And we've used five of our 50 so far, so this is the next 10. Yeah, so we're doing 10. 
and we might talk about some, we might just kind of glance over some. Uh, best games of what we thought was last gen, and if the game that we have on our lists here, people, is yours, I want you to kind of just start talking about it. So I think the first one would be Mr. Tano. Which mm. is Mass Effect, which I think set a pretty good standard. You're talking about the first one, right? The first Mass Effect. Um, the second one kind of went down this trek of being really casual, and then the third one kind of went right off the rails, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but Mass Effect kind of set a really good standard. I thought it was a great RPG, and yeah, the action was great, the story was great, it set... It was the only Mass Effect that was an RPG, I yeah, think. Yeah, a true RPG that kind of really... The, your, your choices actually had an influence on how the story played out, whereas in the last yeah. two, it didn't really feel as though what you were doing... It was more like... Two was all about, like, let's make the choices from one matter a little bit, but also yeah, yeah. the stuff from two will happen in three. Like, you never really got much of an outcome mm-hmm. from... from Compared to one, like, you know, when you got to choose whether you save the council or, you know, all, all those yeah. massive things you did towards the end of one, it was huge. But, like, one kind of did its job in that it made you want to play two and three. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think if you started with two, you'd be like, yeah, maybe I'll play three or maybe I'll finish two. But one was like, okay, I'm in this for the long run now. I don't care how bad the other two are. Apart from the driving. Yeah. I didn't really mind that, though. I hated the driving. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Because there's so many <laughs> missions you can miss if you don't do that. There's, like, yeah, all these little I mean, side missions. Like, I, I like that it two is kind of addressed the driving, but you're right. Like, one still felt like you had more actual control over your character and, and you had a say in what happened in the world in, and then like by, by the time 3 comes in 1 it felt like there was a whole universe to explore because you could go to the planets whereas 2 it was just ship mission, ship mission and 3 was even more like the same yeah, kind yeah, of as 2. Yeah. Like, like they were just winding it down and they're like well we'll, we'll stretch this out for 40 hours, we'll throw trivial stuff in there because there already wasn't enough in there to, be, to begin with yeah so, like, how would you sum... Like, what is its contribution to gaming in general? Would it be, like, kind of westernizing the RPG? Or, like, how, how yeah, would you... I, guess I know so. it's, we didn't really talk about doing this, but how would you summarize it? Well, it introduced me to RPGs. I wasn't really a big fan in the genre, but I guess just kind of... I guess for the console gamer as well, because this sort of game... As, uh, well, you had J- JRPGs, which kind of existed. There were heaps of them, but... The real RPG like this where you had real control over the character and shape them and shape the characters and the relationships. Yeah, well, for me at least, it kind of really redefined RPG more than what any other game did for console gamers, I mean. Nice. Anybody else? Mass Effect? I I don't know. The thing about Mass Effect for me, because I was going to put that on this list as well. I totally agree with you. But... um, the thing about that game for me was the this, this story more than anything else because it was like it was a very western RPG and it was totally different and just like the scope of the story like right at the end you realise like how huge this game really is and like how long the timeline is and just like the it's epic like there's no other word to describe it it's but just like huge we talked about it on another podcast how there's not enough good science fiction in games and we were yeah. hoping Titanfall yeah. was going to be this, that and Mass this, Effect is like a perfect example yeah, of like totally the way to away. do sci-fi massively I, I, in Speaking games. of like, uh, like a while ago we were talking about I used to watch people play games or whatever your brother Leo watched me play hmm. the start of Mass Effect and I got to a certain point and he had to go home for whatever reason and he was like oh don't play that game anymore I want to know what happens and I was like alright I won't play it for a day and I was, it was tough because I was like Hooked on it, and then I, yeah. I also want to know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I can play whenever I want. Well, he came back around, and then like I did, like you know, a, a, a 
sat there and played the rest of the game and we like enjoyed it together it was awesome and like we decided together what we were going to do with the decisions and stuff and he said to me i said like the second one's going to come out and he's like like he sent me a text like oh it's it's coming out next week you better get it and like i'm coming around and we're going to play it again i was like okay cool important question male or female shepherd or and default or custom Male and custom. Yeah, male and custom. Male and standard. Default no. male, yeah. Yeah, dude. That, have you, that, have you that seen underwear Leo's? Model? Like, not, no. not that far off what the, the standard No, mine's way off. Have like, you I seen didn't... Leo's custom character in Mass Effect? It's <laughs> hideous. Yeah, it's and he's like, yeah, it looks like me. I'm like, no, it looks no, it like... No, it doesn't look like me. It just no, looks, it like looks like an ugly dude. Like a really... So it looks like so you. It does terrible. Oh, hey. hey <laughs> no, it's, it's awful. It's like hideous. I'd like to have the same... The same voice of the custom, uh, the standard shepherd, come out of Leo's monstrosity. <laughs> I couldn't. Every time I'm, I was at his house and I'd see him play it, I'm like, dude, I, I have to leave yeah. the room. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's great. It's, yeah, he kind of looked like an ape. He's like an ape-like with a big scar and a big nose. So and... he does look like you. Yeah, yeah, very. Well. Let's move along. Yeah. You made it too easy. Um, I, I picked the next one. I picked The Walking Dead, and I'm talking about Telltale's. Episodic. What? Not that game. amazing game that starred Not Survival Dan, uh, Daryl? Uh, like, I don't think we need to talk about this too much because we've all played it. We all think it's great. I haven't, it's, but I'm playing well, it. Well, Telltale, I think it's great. <laughs> Tana, you can address in a second. It's Telltale has been making these episodic games for a while now, and I feel like they finally actually did a good job with The Walking Dead. Whereas, like, Jurassic Park and Back to the Future were all just kind of trivial point and click adventures. The Walking Dead was. First and foremost, about storytelling, where like you didn't have to really be a gamer to understand how the controls worked and do this, but if you played it, you were really invested in it. And I thought it was quite good. Like it was just something outside the normal, you know. Like we'll make a Walking Dead game. It'll be called Survivor Instinct, and we're gonna make it a shooting game. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was something different and new, and I really like that. I thought it, it brought a lot to the genre and brought a lot to gaming as a whole. Just looking down this list and talking about Mass Effect and The Walking Dead. Most of the games on this list are like heavily story based. Hmm. If you look at it, what we've chosen, which I think is kind of interesting, which is good. Yeah. yeah. So come on, spit it oh, out. Oh no, no. You know what? It's not that I don't. I think it's a bad game. It's that you know, objectively, it is a great story, and it's competent and it does what it's supposed to do. It's just it for me. It's not. It's very slow, and it's just I didn't enjoy it. I thought I couldn't get through. The first episode, and I wanted, I wanted to, I really wanted to enjoy it, but I just couldn't. I got bored of it as well. I yeah, didn't. I, I think I got to it. about the halfway, maybe maybe the third episode, because I played it on three hundred and sixty on like the disc of all of it. And playing like that, as opposed to playing like when they each came out individually, I think oh, yeah. was much worse. I, well, I played them like all in a row. I waited yeah. till they were all ready and played them all in one day, and I thought it was awesome. I was the just episodic too bored. nature of it, like it, it kind of t- reminds me of you know, like when you hear your parents talking about, or even their parents, I don't know, going to movies, and like you know, you went and saw the weekly Superman like half hour movie thing, and like you were really excited about what was going to happen next week, and you were wanting to come back, and like you had this little. You know, two hour maybe chunk of game, and it, like it, I felt it was quite good story wise, and it had you know all these moments of tension and, and not tension, and it was well paced, and then you know cliffhanger, and you had to wait until the next one came out. I thought that was quite good, and it, like if you were saying you're playing them all in like, one go, but I'm not that big of a Walking Dead fan to be honest. I mean, I don't mind it, but I'm not a crazy super, you know, really invested fan, so. I think I did comics, TV show, and then got to the game, and I was kind of done with it. Yeah, fair enough. 
but considering I think it's a claim and what it's set, it definitely is probably one of the best. Oh yeah, we, don't, we don't have to agree on these by no. any way. Shape, I can or I can acknowledge what you're wrong, but you know <laughs> we don't have to agree. It's <laughs> whatever. Who's got the next? I think it's Shane. <laughs> Shane. Uh, Left for Dead. Yeah, I mean I've I've talked about awesome. this a couple of times and like. Um, are we talking about the Australian cut or the? No, actual that's the no, second le- one. The oh, original the Left 4 Dead. There was the no. Oh, that's yeah. right. There was yeah, no yeah. funny business. It was a, right. just a damn good game, yeah. and they kept their greedy mitts out of don't, it. Don't don't hit me for this, but PC or Xbox? Xbox. Oh, really? You yeah. played the Xbox? I don't, I don't play PC games. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you Hell were going to yeah. be like, no PC Master Race. But anyway, go on. <laughs> no, I don't think any of us are that. So, what was it? Was it was it the setting? Was it the the co op nature? Everything about it was like it. It really like for me, it changed a lot about like the way I thought of gaming as well, and like I sort of. Um, like I, I really don't play very many first-person shooters at all. Like it's, no, it's not a genre that I've really ever or been multiplayer. interested. Or multiplayer, or especially online multiplayer, or you know, just everything about it. The only thing, like at first glance, that I looked at, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll like that is zombies, because like I'm a, yeah, I, I, zombies and pop culture, all that sort of stuff. Cool, I'll give this a go. And then it's just, it was just so well balanced and so. Like such a great game that I started playing a online co-op shooter and got like addicted to it. And me and everyone at home, like we'd all we'd all like put our four TVs together and have like a 360 land for like three or four days and just go crazy on it and try to beat all the different difficulties. And even years later, we were still playing it. Like even after the second one had come out, we just kept playing the original. It's just something about it really. Opened my eyes to a lot of different avenues in gaming. Like, what do you think of the balance to the first compared to the balance of the second? It's not. It's 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 nowhere near as good. But it's not. I mean, it's what not, do you mean? Which is better? The first. The is first is much better. Oh yeah, right? yeah definitely. They had too many um, special but, types. I mean, they two. really had to do something to make the second one different. And I, I honestly think all they had to do was change the characters because the characters in the first one were great as well. And to their credit, the characters in the second one weren't quite as good, and I think that's just because I love those first characters, except for, um, who was it, the, the redneck, Lewis? No, the redneck in number one. The no, in guy. two. Oh, uh, he was Ellis. amazing, Ellis, and he was always talking about his He was his Jason friend. Stackhouse from True Blood, basically. Yeah, really? Anyway. It's like Holden Holland. That was the best thing about the second one. But, like, they, I mean, you know, they try to change things up and introduce some new stuff, and it was good that they tried, but it yeah. wasn't... It wasn't it, as balanced, and that was what made the first it, one so. I want to talk about more also of that. Sorry, that, I want to talk about more of that really quickly. It's also that later. Okay, um, let's jump in. Left for Dead Two was made by Valve, whereas Left for Dead One was made by Total Rock, who make who are making Evolve. Which yeah. is why I'm I was, so looking forward to Evolve. I was going to gonna bring that up because I haven't played Left for Dead for probably four or five years. Whenever yeah. it came out, and playing Evolve took me straight back to that. Yeah. That I I normally don't really like co-op that much, except for Left for Dead and Evolve. And just when you're a four-player team and it's like so badass and you have to work together, it's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. And Evolve is <laughs> even really more like you yeah. need to work together. Because yeah, you could Evolve load Wolf in Left 4 Dead and still make it work sometimes. Uh, not, if, yeah. not if you're Depending playing like, in the difficulty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right, are we good on that one? Yeah. Yep. Moving on. I think this is Tano again. This is me, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. One. <clears throat> One, <laughs> um, so I was I actually got into the beta for this, which was ages ago. I think like early seven there was on Xbox wow. and PC. Um, 
this kind of like I mean I played Halo 2 online I played Call of Duty 2 online but this was the game that got me into online gaming this was but not only that but I went back to it recently and I it it took me maybe five or six years to appreciate the campaign in this in COD 4 because very few shooters actually kind of reach the level of excitement and explosiveness and just how good that story is. It's the only COD I've ever played and finished and liked. Like, I've started the other ones a, a little bit and, like, if, if you look at Modern Warfare 1 compared to uh, Ghosts, like, Modern Warfare 1 is, like, an understated, classy masterpiece yeah. compared to COD <laughs> Ghosts. Like, the first mission of Ghosts is a joke. And well, I, I, I actually went back to Modern Warfare's campaign after I'd finished Ghosts' campaign and I actually enjoyed Ghost's campaign until I went back and then I thought, Ghosts is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. Like, the, the perspective that it gave me to see how bad the series has just fallen since that game, but it just set a standard. We've seen how many shooters have come out now that have tried to... That is, once upon a time it was the Halo killer, now it's what's going to be the next COD killer. It did you the know, twists a- before, like... You had to do twists, yeah, yeah, and then everybody was kind of like trying to aspire to do that again, and yeah. it was just either obvious or painful. Or mm. just it's way more important than that was the multiplayer because it did PC quality multiplayer yeah, on, on console. console, and it was yep. so balanced. And you had, I think, three kill streaks or four kill streaks, three kill streaks. You had, I think, like five or six weapons to choose from. Whereas you go to the most recent COD and it's like, I think, 50 different items that you can choose from and it's just too much. It's overkill. It's to the point where it's not fun because you're like, well, if I'm play- how broad is the experience going to be, the people that I'm coming up against? How are you going to possibly create a balanced experience when everyone's got such different classes and that has done that better than any other shooter? Dare I say 07, 08 was like the peak of online gaming this generation because we had COD yeah. 4, we had Halo 3 around then, which was yep. an amazing co-op campaign. Yep. Then we had Left 4 Dead, which was amazing co-op multiplayer. Was that also Mario Kart Wii? Yes. And no Smash Bros. was 08. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that so was even the Wii got in on the action. Even the Wii got in. Wow. <laughs> I noticed there's not a lot of Wii games on this list, unfortunately. Well, yeah, when you well, when you were trying to define is... what the last generation was, and you said Wii, I'm like, wait, why are you even bothering? Well, oh, like, oh, yeah, there is something on there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, who's next? I think Leo. It's ben. Elder Scrolls. Oh, Ben. Sorry. Skyrim. Skyrim was actually Scrim. The younger Scrolls. Yeah, the younger <laughs> Scrolls. Junior. Let's not reboot that. Why? Why Ben? Why? why? Because I was not a fan of Oblivion. I got bored to death. And then Tano sent me Skyrim in like 2011 to like review this. I know you don't like Oblivion because otherwise I wouldn't have been doing it at that time. And it was the first thing I ever had two weeks to play before the embargo came up. So it was like my first have to play and finish ever. It's one of those exciting moments. It was. But then it was an amazing game. It was this crazy good world that like you could just walk into someone's house and like read their books and it was like really really interesting. <laughs> I love that yeah. shit. Like, just like breaking into you old could go ladies' walk houses and read yeah, someone's yeah, yeah, books. Yeah. But that's like the tiny little bit that you can do. Yeah. Then you can go slay a dragon, right? So I mean, they're the two extremes of Skyrim. You can and you can collect cheese. Mm. You can do whatever you mm. want. Essentially, you can go cook if you want, or you can be like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go kill some dragons, right? And it was just crazy. I don't know. I loved it. Do you know? I've I've read. What was your What was your last count of hours in Skyrim? Oh, three hundred and something. That was that was over like four months. 
So that, was my, that, was my, that was my uni break. I, I bought Skyrim for one of my friends for Christmas a few years ago when it came out. And I asked him recently, because he still plays it, and I'm like, how many hours? And he's, I think he said he was like 840 hours. God, <laughs> that would make me like reassess my life. But, like, <laughs> what is there to do? What, is there that much stuff in there? There really is. I haven't finished the it main campaign end. in you know, 300 the, hours. The, it doesn't serious, end. Like, Tano, it doesn't the, end. the um, caves and dungeons just respawn. Yeah, they respawn. Wow. And oh, yeah, I played over 400. With, why would you want to keep going back and back The, and back the main and back. story takes about 35 hours if that's what you just do. But then all the side stuff is infinite. It never ends. Awesome. That's what I enjoyed. Also, I, his girlfriend wouldn't let him fast travel because she thought it would be too dangerous. And he wasn't allowed to travel at <laughs> no, night. So yeah. he, had to, he had to walk everywhere and Hang only on, during what? the day. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Someone said, she was, hey, she was watching him play. She didn't want him to die in the game. It's too dangerous to fast yes! travel. She this is all true. I can, I can corroborate that this. This crazy. Is true. Oh no! And she just she's like, it, and when it, turned, when it turned to night, he had to like wait and rest until the morning so he could walk. And he had to walk everywhere. No, they, they didn't want to miss anything. That was not too dangerous. So they funny, just didn't man. want to miss anything. Yeah, it's like it sounds cute like and they're sick. insane. Yeah, they are. But not, <laughs> so nice that's role playing for you. Um, I know. I read a thing like maybe last year about someone who in oblivion, like it'd be. It's more impressive because it was in Oblivion and not Skyrim. And recent, too. Uh, a guy who created a character in Oblivion and became an NPC. And then all he did was, like, he figured out, like, what his um, weekly things, like, what he would do. Like, every day, Monday to Friday, he'd be stand at this spot for seven hours and then walk over to another spot and, like, talk to a person or whatever. And then on a Saturday, he would sleep late. or what, like, And he just... That's what he did for hundreds and hundreds of hours... All he wanted to do in a non-online game was be a non-playable character, and that's what he did. So is he fapping over the Elder Scrolls? Online? I don't know what he's doing, and I don't want to know. But I, I, that just wow. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. You can do that if you want. That is a great place to leave Skyrim, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's keep going. Move on. I think this is Leo. This is me. I could talk about this all day. Well, the, well don't, but go. Don't, because well, this is going to be long. Yeah, so far, I'm, I'm, I'm being yeah. mindful of the time. Bioshock yeah. is. I'm, I'm going to say it, and probably be controversially, is probably the best story ever told in a video game. The first time? Yeah, Bioshock 1. And just the first time. Yes, it, it's, it has diminishing returns because it's got that twist. But yep. the first time through, there is nothing like it, and there has been nothing like it since. It's, it's like mind-boggling that that was the story of a video game, and I it was that good. Infinite is. I think Infinite since. is up there with. I it. think Infinite. Yeah, I, 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 think, I. But I think. But I which think, is good because it's the same in, guy. So it the same, is the same Infinite, franchise. Infinite is, well, is also it's the same mind. Infinite is incredible, yeah. but I think it's. It's way more complex, and it gets it makes it so much more impressive because of like the complexity of the ending. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Bioshock One is just a simple story that's a simple phrase. It's just it's more like um, yeah, it's just it's there and it's out there and it's in front of you, and you don't have to like it's not all about like what Bioshock Infinite was about with like metaphysical and infinite dimensions and whatever. And I, I mean, I loved Infinite as well, but I just think I don't know that Bioshock had the the mixture of like survival horror and. Like it was a first-person shooter, but it wasn't, and it introduced like the, the the idea of having the plasmids, which has been ripped off in so many different things now with like powers and I don't know. It was just everything about that game, the world, the like rapture, the art style, just everything about it was awesome. It was one of the first games I played for my 360, and I just like played through it from start to finish. I mean, the only blemish on it is the end boss because that's admittedly terrible, but. 
The rest of it, it's it's like one of the best games I've ever played. You think of the end boss, and you almost just think about like the phrase, like yeah. that. That is like the climax almost to me. Like, and that was the best climax. Well, the and, fact that like "Would you kindly" is a thing. I don't know why I'm trying not to spoil spawned it. Spawned off of a video. I still game haven't like, played it. Like, oh, like, there you go. Hate this stuff. I know I'm ridiculous, but well, like, I mean that doesn't even really spoil it. It, it doesn't really oh, at all. No. So, but, 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 I mean, the fact that that is a phrase is known. You don't as, have like, to worry about not meme, spoiling it for me. I'm an asshole for not having played it. We're, we're a non-spoiler show. The yeah, important Thank like you. Bioshock is the the story's important, but it's very much about like Andrew Ryan and how mm-hmm. he's just kind of he's had this this passion for this philosophy. And he's gone so far off the rails with it that he's become the product of what he's so critical of. And if you go... Because Bioshock's very much about looting and going around finding the tapes, listening to the Vox Pops, all that stuff. And then he becomes a product of his criticisms and everything that you find in the world, which is great. And, like, I actually became obsessed with Andrew Ryan. And, like, to see him even in Infinite now come up and in the DRC again... And it's just like, well, I actually love this character. He's so ruthless and he's such an ass. Well, I mean, but he's just, he, he defines that And the fact that a video game bases its story and its narrative and its philosophy on, like, I don't even know how to say it, Ayn Obje- Rand. Uh, Ayn Rand and objectivism. That's yeah. exactly what I was just going to say. So Communism, capitalism, yeah. Like, One, Andrew Ryan, Ayn Rand, hopefully you yeah, just yeah. got that. Because yeah. I just literally just got that then. Because yeah. I'm an idiot. And two, I went and read Ayn Rand after I played Bioshock because I was like just so mm. caught up in it but like that that game is based on that and every other game you know what other game takes like yeah. some kind of philosophical theory about humans and yeah. creates a story and world around it like games are about you shoot that guy in yeah. the face you know or... it's, but <laughs> what it does better than most games in that do try that is that it's not clear in what its agenda is or its opinion. It's like, look, these are the best things about it. These are the absolute worst things about it. And it says, this is what happens when you go too far off the rails. You've got to have a compromise. It's okay to believe in something, but there's got to be compromise. You've got to be willing to compromise with people, which I think was the underlying... Even in Infinite, you see that where you know Comstock kind of goes off the rails as well in that regard. I really loved like the would-you-kindly moment. It kind of, yeah. to me, felt like it was also like... It like broke the fourth wall, and it's like you have been doing this because we told mm. you to. Like you're playing the game, you're doing everything we tell you to. You're like Jack is you. You, you are you know that. That's what I got from that. And I just when I did that whole scene, I had to like stop and like I just stopped playing. I'm like, Whoa, like holy shit! <laughs> like a video game is that at that level. Yeah, just that's why it's on this list for me. Now we we just mentioned multiplayer and oh seven oh eight. This is 07, right? Yeah, single was, player. I think it was the second year of and Xbox. I think the next two are both also single player 07, 08. Yeah. What a great time all around. Yeah. yeah. So the heating, what man. a golden age. Yeah, which is for this generation is like next, next year. year. Yeah. I don't see this what, happening really? again. Yeah. Next year? It's pretty much. Next year is the equivalent of 07, well, though. It, it might be. It's, it's, like, the you know what, it's, it's a start of the year. It kind of feels like a lot of these games are the. what. And a lot of new games coming out are trying to capture, and then and but they're trying to be all of them. Well, mm. none of these can be repeated because everything this year is cross gen, and probably next year, so <laughs> can't happen. Except anyway, well, let's go to the next ball. game. The next one, I believe, is Shane. Shane, me. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, my next game is Fallout Three, and I've kind of put it on here for similar reasons to, like I said, Tano before. I've Mass Effect would have been one of my top two to put on there. Um, 
But it was... Uh, well, this is before Mass Effect, so it's like... It's the first Western RPG that I ever played um, and opened my eyes to like, oh, okay, I don't have to play JRPGs. There's another type, and it's... Yeah. It's good and it's more accessible because I'm not Japanese and like it was awesome. And again, it's the same thing. Like I said before, like um, uh, you and I have talked about this, Steve. Like I played Fallout and Skyrim m- mostly in third person, which Ben and Leo like that's unbelievable. Had I do as well. Serious problems with, but it's like I don't I don't like first person games. Basically, is my thing. I don't know what. I didn't Steve's like reasoning the is, but I liked. I I wasn't the character. I watched enough. this character grow up. Like yeah. I, he was a baby, and then he was like a kid, and then he was a man, and or whatever young man, and he walked out into the wasteland. And I, like I, he wasn't. I was him, but he wasn't me. So like I preferred to see him in third person because I was controlling what he was doing. But he was he was that character. Like I wasn't someone who survived. You know, like a nuclear war and was scavenging the wasteland I was playing as someone who yeah. was doing that I think it, it was a weird disconnect well I, I only mentioned I only mentioned the perspective thing because um, it was it was probably because I would have played this before I played Left 4 Dead it was one of the first games I had just after I got a 360 uh, Leo bought me Fallout 3 for Christmas and I was like what the hell is this this doesn't look like something that I would ever play he's like trust me man you're gonna love it and he was totally right um, and because it was... I played a little in first person, and it was a shooter, which is what I don't like about um, first person. Um, is it a shooter, though? Like, were you using vats or not? Well, that's the thing. It's because um, half of the time you run out of vats and you, ha- you treat it like a first person shooter, and the other half of the time you can use the vats. So it really slowly eased me into first person shooters. So... Not long after that, when I started playing Left 4 Dead, I kind of... It wasn't just like, oh, it's a first-person shooter, I'm not going to play that like I kind of always have done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it eased me in, and yeah, again, just because it's a Western RPG, and... Yeah, I don't know. No, so and good. some cool, handsome guy bought it for you. I already said, yeah, that said that while as, you were urinating. As <laughs> buggy as they were, like Fallout 3 to me was really my first taste of what DLC would mean to games. Because they just kept yeah, pumping that's up a good the DLC. Point. Yeah, and yeah. Like it, you, you always kind of just didn't buy it for like two or three weeks because it like you bought the DLC and you fell through the world because it was so awful yeah. and like didn't work until they patched it all. But I really, I, I was like chomping at the bit for more on, DLC. Especially on the DLC and though, like, they rewrote the ending with the DLC. Like that was yeah, unheard true. of at but the time. It, but it was good DLC. It wasn't like some that's, pointless little. That's crappy what I was going to say. Was, this was, is when DLC was like. Oh yes, they've just announced DLC for this instead of like, oh, now we have to pay for this other thing. Like DLC is seen as such a and bad then, thing now. Like they've released new DLC day for one Fallout stuff 3. all the time. It's three extra costumes and a new gun for your guy, and you get twenty percent more vats, and you can turn vats purple. Yeah. Oh, good. Like yeah. Yeah. anyway, thirty dollars compared to uh, uh, Mothership Zeta, like. Oh man, Mothership! Oh, no, they were all so good. Point, yeah. point, lookout. Was that the? Yeah, that was my favorite. Actually, I, no, I love Broken Mothership. Steel. Was Broken Steel? We wrote the ending, man. But, but yeah. Point yeah. Lookout gave you a whole new map and had the brain in the jar. Broken yeah. Steel. We wrote the ending. The brain in the jar. I remember. That was very Metroid. Quickly, I remember that. Like, I I stopped playing this for a while because I was playing something else, and I had bought it for Shane, and I went around to his place, and he was playing it. I was watching him play, and I watched him play for about ten minutes. And I'm like, I'm going home. See you. And he's like, What's wrong? I'm like, I'm going home to play Fallout Three because <laughs> I watched him yeah, play. And I was I like, Man, I need to play this game. Like, I can't believe I stopped playing it. 
Alright, in the interest of time, let's keep going. I think this is Ben's? It is Ben's. Yes. Uh, lone Wee Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> and I would actually say th- this this, and the next one are by far my two favourite on the list. I would say they're both just above everything else. Just a little bit. Yeah, I uh, love the second one su- I pick, picked. Su- Super I Mario Galaxy. It's mine, says Leo. No, the one I, second one yeah. I picked. I'm agreeing with Ben, but yeah. I love Galaxy Two. Mario Galaxy and also Galaxy Two by extension because they were the, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Was amazing at the time and is still probably it's the still pretty, best 3D they, platformer they ever. Don't HD release those two. That they're, they're out of their minds. Yeah, it, they probably won't. Like, pretty much they hate pr- money. Yeah, <laughs> they, they hate that stuff. No, yeah, they, clearly, they print money all the time. Shane, jeez. <laughs> It was pretty much, well, even now, it pretty much proves that Nintendo was the only one that can do a 3D, a 3D being the keyword, platformer well. And oh, not yeah. just well, but amazingly and revolutionise it again somehow. Yeah. And everything about it was amazing and you just wanted to keep playing it forever and it was why you had a Wii. Galaxy was, in fact, the only Mario game that I've actually sat and properly, like, finished. Not just finished. Like, finished, did the Luigi bit, did the special worlds tried my hardest to like not get and it got hard at the end like the normal game was easy the hard stuff was hard and for a non-hd game it it Looks even on wii stunning, it, it yeah. looked awesome like it it was it was by far both of them or galaxy 2 especially that was yeah. the best looking game on wii easily agree yes very i good. remember one i remember one level it was like you know the levels where it was like a, an 8-bit Resident mario yeah. And you had to collect the 100 purple coins to get the star. There was one, and it was the worst thing ever. And it was like um, platforms would spin once you jumped on them, and other ones would shrink, and you had to like quickly go around. And I think I spent like three days on that trying to get that and just like punching my own leg and I screaming saw some at the of that TV. three days, actually. And I can, I can, another thing I can You and your crazy watching each other play games. <laughs> well, I just, I'd go, he spent three days doing this. At some point, I went around to his place. I'm like, dude, you need to chill out and take a break. Or do something, you're gonna lose all your hair. We often forget how hard Mario is. It's yeah. a hard game. This was an old school Mario game. Mm. This was not a Super Guide era. No, it was just before that. Thank God. Um, and I remember when it was announced, people were like really worried about it because they're like, "Oh, Mario on this planet, that's gonna look weird." Because the screens of it, when you're just looking yeah. at it in a magazine, this would have been. This was those days. <laughs> yeah. even. It did look weird though. It looked really weird, but then when you played it, it was just. It amazing. made perfect sense. Yeah, it made perfect sense. And even the Wii Remote, this was probably one of the first games on Wii that Nintendo didn't just add in pointless Wii Remote waggle for the sake of it. Well, you could jump if you flicked it if you wanted yeah, to, yeah, but, but you I could mean, press you, the button. You didn't need it. Or you could collect the star bits. It wasn't like Twilight... I used it quite a bit to collect the stars. Yeah. It wasn't like, like yeah, you needed it for that, but it, it wasn't like Twilight Princess where it was like you have to just waggle to attack. It was like really, it was a, it's here if you want it, but you don't need it. Yeah, which is what motion control should be. Optional. Okay. Optional. All right, well, here's the second one that you were talking about, Ben and or Leo. Go for it. Best game Rockstar's ever made. Red Dead Redemption. Probably, yeah. It reminds me of Bully, which are I think they're both pretty similar in terms of not Grand Theft Auto and it, that kind of game, but, like, with purpose, like a real purpose, it, like it a has, cool purpose. It has, like... A story, it has a heart, and it has like a reason for why you're doing all this stuff. And there's like, you really connect with John Marston. Like, I never have ever really connected with any GTA character ever. They're just like weird criminals, or like they're like cartoon characters, or they're, you know, they're just, 
Not even Nico? <sighs> Nico was awful. I didn't <laughs> like Not even but like, Roman? But, the, <laughs> but John Marston was like a really great character and he was like well written and he's, everything he did was made sense for what he was trying to do for his family and that moment when you ride into Mexico. Yeah, well, there are two big things. There's that yeah. one moment and that's probably the best use of a soundtrack and of riding oh, off anywhere absolutely. in any game ever. It was like Kill Bill levels of like yeah. music. Jose Gonzalez yeah. just yeah. ran. And then there was the... The barn? Spoiler, hang on. Spoilers right here. Turn off right now if you haven't played the game. The ending of that game the, was the... The I, ending ending or the barn? The, the barn. The barn. Yeah, because I, I, I was doing that. I was playing. I'm like, what, is, what the hell? And then like, as it opened and, and then like it went into dead, dead eye on its own, I'm like... Oh no! Like no, 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 no! Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to do it. I'm like no, 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 no! I, I knew what was going to happen. Someone brought up the other day in our forums what death in a game has ever affected you, and I was like, no death, because my character dies all the time, and then I just like checkpoint, so I don't care. Yeah. But then this one game, this is the game that death got to me in. Yeah. And and the third and the third moment is when it like when you take over as the sun and you get to the end and then like you take that shot and it just goes like bam Red Dead Redemption and like that was it and then credits that was awesome yeah that was, yeah, that was it was yeah um, the DLC Undead Nightmare that was great how too. good was that that was like probably one of the best pieces of DLC I played last I time. didn't appreciate Red Dead until I played Undead Nightmare and then I got so excited about it and then I went back and played Red Dead some more. Like even good. even really good. even like collecting flowers and like shooting random like there was so much to do in Red Dead Redemption that and I really liked that it was just like an open world without being in a city or without you know it was like a new type of open world that we hadn't really seen before because open world games before that were all trying to be Grand Theft Auto. I played like poker for three hours one time. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a hardcore game of poker with these dudes. Yeah. And then I had to kill them, obviously. <laughs> I remember one time I, accident, I accidentally shot a dog in a town and then the whole town like hunted me down and destroyed me. So I'm like, That's never shooting the dogs anymore. But yeah, Red Dead Redemption was just awesome. Like, I love that game. I, I, I yeah. put in 140 hours to Red Dead Redemption. And it's I don't one, play games for longer than like 12 hours. It's one of those games where if you mention the game name... Like Bioshock, you probably go to Would You Kindly, and with Red Dead Redemption, you'll either go to Mexico or you'll go to the barn. Like, if I said Mass Effect, what like what Citadel? Summer, well, maybe, yeah. but like it's that seems like Shepherd. a little more of a Shepherd. stretch as compared to. There's just so much more. Yeah, there's yeah, more like there. Bioshock. Like, oh man, remember that? Like, you, it's kind of like you know when Princess Diana dies or something, and you know exactly where you were and what you were doing. It's like where where were you and what what was going there's, on in your head. When would you kindly came out? Like, there's oh, moments. There's like, there's like massive, the, like moments. the 50th episode of the Friendly Bullet. Exactly, Shane. Exactly. Yeah. My, my last one, I will, I will quite happily say, and then we'll move on because it's Batman: well, Arkham Asylum. Can I just say because I, Manch and I had a conversation last night, what you would pick, would pick? for your yeah. two, and we both had you pegged for Halo Four and Batman: Arkham. So we had you half right. Halo you surprised me with Walking Dead. Halo Four. What I'd pick Halo. We just went. I'd, well, both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you pick Reach? It'll be Halo and Batman. Well. No, I wouldn't pick Reach. Reach I'd is the worst. Reach. Reach was like the beginning of almost the end. Like Halo's still really good, but like. Well, let's talk about Batman. Innovation. Yeah. Halo is not on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk about Batman. Innovation right. and adding more things in for the sake of it. I don't like um, Batman. I just wanted to bring up because you know in like. 25 years of Batman games or licensed games it was the first one that was actually decent and like it made Batman a badass again 
first good licensed game since Super Star Wars on the SNES, yeah. I reckon. So, like, I, we don't have to talk about any more than that. Like, it was just... Spider-Man 2. GoldenEye, come on, son. And you weren't expecting... <laughs> Far out. <laughs> no, but nobody expected you Batman to be... Expecting, on, you weren't son. expecting a Batman game to be anything but a cash-in, and it was absolutely awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're good to go. Agreed. We also, in the interest of time, we have ten of the most disappointing we, or worst. We or might least want to good skim games. over them a little. Well, like we really let's talk about we bad don't games. Want to, we let's be positive. How about we each we'll just list pick one? Yeah. One sentence. You name yeah. the game yeah. and why, and we'll move on. Yeah, so yeah. first one is I don't know. This Hit my ride. Hit my ride. My like I saw this at the like the opening like the night before the Lamb Game Marathon last year. Played it at Mana Bar and just. It's just out of shit. I don't know how else to put it. Like you have to like. I think we can we can get the picture. Yeah, we were talking about about licensed games, and that seems to be yeah. That's terrible. Fantastic. The next one is also a licensed game. If you don't explain this by saying enough said, I'm going to be horribly. Enough said. (laughs) Aliens is just the worst thing ever. Mainly because you didn't do the subtitle of the game. I don't care. Doesn't even matter. We all know what Marines. We all know what Colonial Marines. You know which one I'm talking about. The problem was they showed this awesome demo several times to press, and then the actual game wasn't that at all. They made this fake demo, and then it was. And here's my biggest problem I have with it: I got stuck in a wall. I got blown like a wall exploded, and I got blown into another wall. I was stuck there, and I just couldn't get out. I just start the whole game again, and that just soured me bad. That was like three hours in. Soured we just me fucked. bad. Yikes. Anyway. Uh, I really liked the first Lost Planet. I thought it was a cool game. I thought it kind of set a really good standard for what would end up being a decent franchise. Lost Planet 2 was just awful. It was bad. It was boring. The shooting was off. The aiming was off. The world was boring. There were glitches. There was clipping. And yeah, that's all I've got to it say. Was bad Step in the right direction with Lost Planet 3? Sorry? Step in the right direction? Not yeah, but I don't think they'll go back. I don't think, I don't think they will yeah, either. But I, 3 was pretty three, decent. I thought 3 was okay. Yeah. Is this a real thing, the next one? Well, I'm going to change my... Oh, oh. oh, yeah, I played this. Okay, well, I originally put down Eat Lead, The Return of Matt Hazard, because it's one of those games like... Um, oh, my God. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon was, where they, they oh, were okay. making this game to basically make fun of other games. And it was voiced by and Will Arnett. The problem with satire is if you don't do it properly, it just comes off as lame, and it was, it was like supposed to be this attack on games, and it was just awful. But I was going to change it, Two. Controversially, perhaps, to Bioshock 2. And basically, <gasps> I just want to say that because it's an example of all that's wrong in... Um, well, I was going to play Bioshock 2 this weekend, but now I'm... It's, better, I'm it's a better game, game. It's worse story. Bad, but it's, it's also like all that's wrong with publishers wanting yeah. to cash in on it's franchises and make a sequel just to get money. Yeah. It's basically the same. It's as a better game, but it's, the story has no impact. It, it's almost like DLC, whereas like Infinite is the real true successor to Bioshock. Maybe that's like, a good segue into the next game on the list. Yeah, go. Oh. Oh. Real quick. Mass Effect real 3. Quick. Okay, the, two, the ending, I'm still hurt and broken and like shattered but inside hurt, by that. you mean. And I think the other thing what is that, that Mass, Mass Effect 3 indoctrination... God, I wanted that Ma- theory Mass Effect right. 3 was um, crushed under the weight of its own expectations, which probably speaks to how well... They made number one and two, and they could never live up with three. But yeah, three just three is three is like if you one, two, and three are like eating a fabulous ice cream sundae, and then you get to the bottom of your bowl, and there's a dead rat in it. Oh, Let's no, leave it at that. You and your done, Shane. Oh yeah, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. I think please it was, don't say dead rat. 
No, <laughs> there'll this, be no dead rat. The, is this the, the Xbox 360 one, not, not like the Werehog one. Like, yeah, I thought the Werehog. No, 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 no. That's Sonic Unleashed. Oh, no. yeah. It was. I think it was 2007. Yeah, it was just Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was like, you know what? I I wanted them to relaunch Sonic and make it less crap for years. They thought this was going to be it. The reason. Yeah, well. The reason that this is in this list for me is because I found out that after playing for two hours uh, on 360, I hadn't got any achievements, and I was like, well, this is clearly the worst thing I've played on this console. (laughs) I uh, turned the game off and probably threw the disc out the window, and then I went into the achievement section and checked to see if you could delete games if you hadn't already got an achievement. You could. And you can, and I was like, okay, cool. And that's the only game I've ever done that, so that no one will ever know that I played that piece of... Not anymore. Random story, but it's it's funny, but I know it's not in... Thing. Anyway, X-Men 3, the tie-in, there is an achievement worth zero gamer score. And the game was so awful, I got that achievement. And I'm like, I'm not playing this ever again. Went to delete it because I had zero gamer score, but I unlocked an achievement. So I couldn't. Ah, so I had zero. Oh, it was the worst. Sorry. Go. So that, I want to change one of my votes to that stupid <gasps> game. <laughs> I'm, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Mm. Well... The worst game of all time is Uncharted 3. <laughs> wow. It's what we've decided now. This when we started, Ben's like, we can't say worst. We should make it most disappointing. And then he comes out with the worst this game, game of This game all is time. like a hate crime now, isn't yeah. it? Here's the thing. Uncharted 2, amazing. Amazing. I loved every minute of it. Best thing ever. I'm surprised it wasn't in the best, actually. It was my third choice, probably. I, I think I had it as my third as well. Uncharted 3, where do we even begin? It was just everything Uncharted 2 was, but the opposite. Goons. It just ruined everything. Here's the big oh, problem. Goons. The story sucked, and there's about a million faceless goons. It's like those dudes behind Julia Gillard the whole time, just like faceless <laughs> men everywhere. Yeah. And it was like, woo, story, yeah. bit, story, bit, story, bit. Little it's terrible. rubbish story, and then you have to kill some more men in suits. Room full of thousand dudes. Yeah, and then like rubbish puzzle... Everything that was great about Uncharted 2 was just cut in Uncharted 3 and kill some more dudes. Can you please, like, fade him out talking right now, no, Shane? No, I, I and, can't. Like, and then, like, all... just fade him back in. Like, but, we've like... all heard this before, but can I just say, like, I love how, even from a couple of weeks ago, this game has gotten even worse. Yeah. And you, you both of you know, <laughs> and I'm talking to Leo and Ben now, for listeners, um, both of you know that, like, it's getting worse over time, and at first it was just like, oh, that wasn't very good. It's the, By next year, that game will have murdered your entire Here's family, Here's the thing, ben. Shane. So you know how nostalgia works, right? Where something you used to love is still good, but if you go back to it, it's not as good as you remember. Like oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja this is, Turtles. This is, the, this is the opposite. It wasn't that bad initially, but now the longer that time passed, the worse it gets. Bizarro I, nostalgia. I Bizarro nostalgia. You will have to fade him out and then say... Five hours later, and then feed him back in. <laughs> and another thing, yeah. Oh, like, faceless later. goons. Faceless goons. All right, moving on. What else Leo, I want to hear this. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh. I love how much rage. I this reread the review you. that I wrote for this the other day. And I was like, man, I was filled with rage when you I wrote send, this. You send a link to this review to me like every couple of months. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just read this. Have another so this, go. This and is funny. This is when some genius. <laughs> Decided, and I'm speaking of genius in that time of that meme, you know, where they have the guy with his tongue sticking out, that kind of genius, decided to make a game that requires a 50-button, $200 controller work with Connect One on 360, and it doesn't. This game is unplayable. Which it game is, is Steel, Steel Battalion, Battalion Heavy, Heavy Armor. Armor. It's broken. You have to sit in front of your Connect up straight and hold a controller at the same time and then to do other motions you have to put the controller down and move your hands and it never knows what you're doing and as you are being destroyed by everyone else firing at you 
I was too busy like going to my periscope and then moving back from my periscope and going to my periscope and moving back from my periscope. <laughs> and you can't move your like it's first person controls for your mech, but to do everything else is motion control. So you have to try and do two things at once. It's just it was utterly broken and I could only play like I don't know, three of the seven missions and I even said that in my review and I'm like it's impossible to play. And I remember that the publisher was not too happy with our review because I said that I never finished it. And so Steve was like, so well, I'll I, check it. And he played five minutes. And he's like, oh, it's a one out of ten. I was wishing we had a zero out of ten on our scale, but we don't. We only have one. So it got one. It's not even... It's, it's like worst. you can't play it. It's too broken. Keep going. Tano. Uh, Resident Evil 6 oh, is... Sad but true. So I don't know. I... I I no, thought that at first. Think but it back grew to on when me. how angry we were when we played that game. Do you know no, what? When, when I finished it, I loved it. It's not a. It's not a terrible game. It's yes, not it bad. It's not. You know, it's one third good. Leon's yeah, pretty no, it's good. Yeah, that, good. That's what I was going to no, say. Uh, it's better. Leon's campaign is the best. Yeah, Leon's but is good. The Chris one is with terrible. Chris and is, uh, obviously the campaign good. that should be called Sherry's campaign, which isn't because there's some What's dumbass his name thing. again? Sherry's campaign Jake. was better than Leon's. Is only half good, and then it becomes Chris's campaign as well. Yeah. It's awful. It's Resident Evil Five was the start, and Resident Evil Six was like the last nail in the coffin. Five was okay still. Nah, it was, five it was, was only one action game. Five was only okay because it still had tank controls, and that the whole point of Resident Evil is you either stand there and shoot no, or you run away. Yeah, five yes, did. it did. Five still well, had tank. Five, five's to blame for six, if you ask me, because well, that's of the what way I mean. five ended. So they're both. Awful. That should just be like okay, five's ended. We're rebooting now. We've just. Well, we're not a spoiler show, but, you know, we've yeah. just ruined Resident oh, Evil by ending Resident Evil 5 this way. And if anybody, like, wanted to see Resident Evil 6 after that, shame on it's you. It's Jump the Giant Shark. Oh, yeah. The Megalodon from reference. the new Battlefield. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Next. Anything else boat. about that time? No, you guys summed it up. Sorry. It's, sorry. Not, sorry. it's not a very good game. <laughs> I just, I'll just, just edit you in saying, oh, hi. <laughs> I've already hi. picked two. I'm going to use those two I already picked for, as my two. Honorable mention to Avatar The Burning Earth, though, because if you can get all 1,000 achievements in five minutes, that's a broken game. Surely you love that, though. Oh, I did. I did it, too. really? Yeah, three, three minutes. You mash B for five minutes. Done. Yeah, yeah everyone knows ago. that. That's standard. Yeah, geez, come on, Tano. I, didn't know, I knew it was easy, but not that I, easy. I didn't know either. So. These next 20 things which <laughs> will take us to 45 No, things. next 25 things. We're halfway. You know, the next 20 things we're going to do fairly quickly. Okay, and then cool. The last five things, it's, it's nice and nostalgic. Cool. Um, we're going to talk really quickly about what we think the most important changes to gaming were in this last, you know, gen. I didn't realize this was last gen. I thought we were talking or about in general. in general. No, wasn't it? Wasn't it from like the changes to gaming this is since general. Like, yeah, this original? Is general. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's why my this is, this, is no, my, this is no. This was since we started playing. Yeah, uh, so yeah. like yeah. Nes to now. My first point is awful. If it's just last gen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who's Take us away. Three D, jumping yeah. from SNES to N sixty four. So we're not talking about three uh, D. No, we're 3D. talking about three D. Three D. Three D. Yeah, yeah. Forget oh, the I word. We're talking about three D. No, Same. going You're from off like, the hook. Going like from Batman like Arkham Asylum. What the, what's what's games. the word you use for that? Like the not sprites. What's the like polygon? Polygons and yeah, yeah. yeah. We know games. Moving yeah, from moving from from a side scrolling or top scrolling or whatever scrolling type game to Mario sixty four was how many. Polygons does it have a situation? Yeah. yeah, and we've talked about Galaxy. Next, oh, was, I think Galaxy was a really good example. Okay, of me that. too. Well, well then I screw up and not. Put that's right. Separate. The Sorry. next one is um, well, it, it feeds back into our best of the generation is gone. Games like moving more towards films, or at least focusing more on story and character development, and you know, have a narrative that you care about rather than the game is there and kill some Nazis or 
kill some dudes or whatever. Like this, the story started to come, maybe not first or in some cases first, but the story and the gameplay started to become equals, which made some really awesome games in 2007 and 8. Well, that's totally linked to 3D and tech improving because now that we can have facial recognition and changes and we can have voice acting, yep. on the SNES when you're mashing A to read the text with a, just a like, stagnant guy, you can't have a good story in that. No wonder it was terrible. There, weren't all, there were some good stories, though. Yeah, not really. <laughs> not really. Fair enough. <laughs> not really. Ben has spoken. That, that, that's, yeah. that's my two. That's my two. Next. Rise of Online gaming has killed the split screen we need to have like a moment of silence but we're not going to because that would waste time well i remember probably even the gamecube and before you would just play split screen it was like amazing you would go to someone's house and you would play with four different controllers on the same tv and it was the best thing ever and now nobody really does that it was always a 38 centimeter tv yeah tiny terrible tv (laughs) but now like even if we want to play a game on like together we say let's all play at our own house online and it's not the same Drink a beer alone. Especially yeah, with the uh, Xbox alone. One party chat situation you guys yeah. had in Titanfall. But, well, yeah. And the, the best worst thing is that like games on the Wii U, like Smash Brothers and Mario Kart 8, are kind of really relying on your couch co-op more than that, online. That's why I want to play them. They were going yeah. back to the good old days. Yeah. But like, but Nintendo's failing. So, you know... They like, haven't released the these. they the ones that are clinging Nintendo's to Nintendo's not failing. Well, they haven't released the these ones yet. <laughs> Yeah, Anyhow. these are going to help Nintendo quite a bit. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. Uh, the next one's actually for you. You can take this one away. My precious. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that took all I had to do that. You keep going. Yeah. No, I mean, this is all your thing. I, 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 I didn't realize we were talking about it us specifically fan. because achievements, trophies have changed things a big way because people such as you, Steve, OCD. Play, play games differently now to get the achievements of the trophies. Yep. In a good way, how you people, people will, In will instead way. of playing the game normally, people will go, well, I need to use the shotgun 30 times now, so yeah. I'm going to switch. And even though it's really hard for me to use the shotgun in this section, it's the next well, achievement I want to that, get. Well, that's the bit I don't mind, because otherwise I would use one gun for the whole game. So I yeah. don't mind playing Tomb Raider, and now I have to use every gun. Yeah. I kind of don't mind that. The ones that's like crazy, you're going to have to spend hours doing it, Like, what's, I don't get that. Yeah. They change games that you play in a good way because it makes you try new features and things that you probably wouldn't if you weren't, you know, encouraged to. But it also makes you play in this weird way where you're not playing the game, you're, like, playing that objective. And, like, it's not the game in-game objective, it's, like, the metagame objective. Yeah. So it's, it's good and bad. I think. Mostly good. Mostly good. Oh, I love achievements. Who are we kidding? Especially from you two, I would, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I got over it, but yeah. I, I, w- I was there for a while. Maybe. Moving on. Yeah. They're the awesomest. Moving on. I think this is Shane. Um, no, this sure. is no, me. Tyler's I brought this up. Yeah. Uh, so game distribution, digital, DLC, just different ways in which we purchase and get access to games. I think do it's you, purchase. I, yeah. <laughs> do you really <laughs> buy digital yeah, games I, that often? Besides Steam. Steam, I yeah, definitely. My, my Wii U is totally filled with Steam, digital games. Steam, definitely. I refuse to if, buy and 3DS. Where multiple okay. Xbox Ones, hell yeah, I don't have to change the disc. If we yeah. go back, yeah, if we go back before these now, like the last year, because I feel like that's what we're talking about. Go back like three or four years ago. Mm. Were you doing it then? No. Oh, I, I'm doing it more thing? now. Like if on, on the 360, the last maybe year and a half, I have with older games that are cheap. With yeah. Old game, I have a stuff. lot of cheap old games on 360, but I haven't bought like a $100 new release ever. I no. think PlayStation Plus plays into this as well. I have so many games on my PS3 and my Vita and my PS4 because of PlayStation Plus, and it's all digital. And I love... 
digital. That's, That's all so free stuff better. though. But like I've I've spent like heaps of money on like digital stuff just for my 3ds because yeah. it's a handheld and I want to have my- everything on there wherever I go because it's. You know, DLC is almost like its own mm. entry, man. Like DLC has really changed how gaming is, and yeah. like some for the good with Fallout, and some for the bad with like the aforementioned. Like here's three costumes, a power up, and a well, color. Well, Elder Scrolls horse the armor, same yeah. company. Yeah. But it, cool. it's it, it's important because we're never gonna shy away from that ever again. Good. We good keep hijacking your points. Tom. No, no, I made a point. My point's very direct, and I say it, and then you guys jump in and that's, contribute. That's how it goes. Uh, who is next? It's Tunnel as well. Are you again? Oh no, that's me. No, that's not me. Uh, multi-platform. I, I don't. Like, I think by this I mean that like there are a lot less exclusive stuff today than there yeah. used to be back in like the Sega Nintendo like, kind of days. They're almost nice. They're much. That, well, that's a yeah. That's a big deal. Like that. That was on Xbox. Like, uh, like I don't know why, but like I checked some forums to see how people felt about like Final Fantasy not being exclusive to PlayStation. And I mean, it started out on Nintendo as well. So like, yeah. calm down. But yeah, people go <laughs> yeah. crazy. You know but what I, I mean? Think, like, like last generation going so long, and the consoles getting so cheap, we got to a point where you owned two or three of the three. Like hardly anyone yeah, had true. one. But if you go back before that, it was, very, it was very Nintendo Sega, and then it was even yeah. Nintendo PlayStation, and then it was not really Nintendo Xbox. Yeah, there was a. There was a do you remember, like, at, at, I remember in primary school, there was a sense of. There was an actual rivalry between, like, oh, yeah, Sega, Sega and Nintendo. Nintendo it, yeah. And that's why people yeah. always talk about it, because that's how it used to be. I mean, there's a rivalry between Steve and Leo, PS4, and Xbox One. But, I win. But not really. <laughs> well, since, but not really. Since, exactly. Since because they've both got both. But since like, PlayStation no, okay. 2 forward through to now, Sony have always had the most and best exclusives. Well, that's well, not getting into this. That's not what I'm talking about. I would, that. I would say, first of all, I think this is a very big reason why we don't have that rivalry anymore. Because mm. yeah, all exactly. of a sudden there aren't that crazy exclusive Mario vs. Sonic. There's now Sonic and Mario on, in the same game, crazily, <laughs> yeah, doing Olympics together. Game. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll drop off best from that, but they always had the most. I Whatever. think since, if, well, since the GameCube's in there, totally Nintendo's got the best exclusives. Yeah. Well, Nintendo. We, really like, we should move on. About this, we should move on. About I've move got on. the next two, and they're kind of bundled as, as two motion and or voice controlled gaming because you know first we had Wii doing motion, and then we had you know everybody under the sun trying to jump in with you know move controllers and connect, and then connect was its own kind of different beast of of motion controlness. Move is um, terrible, and then like voice is its own component as well. So you talk about Xbox on or Xbox off like yeah. that is awesome to me like it's uh. it's lazy and awesome and they're trying it with the PlayStation 4 camera to the point where there's a game that you're supposed to control just with your voice I think that's I think it's voice. important it might not you might not like it just like I'm I, not like VR coming I get, out I get that it's important but like yeah I just I've, I've tried to have this sold to me so many times like any of this stuff and it's just like like I see it as if, if Nintendo did either of these things you would call them out and say, they you did. guys suck. They did motion. Not voice so. control, like, Not especially voice control. Voice control. They had control. Wii well, I've never seen it work. No, Steve. it, does, like, it does work. I've, I've, it does. I do yeah, it on the, the second or third try. Like, I turn on the Xbox and I say, Xbox, go to Connect Sports Rivals. You know, no, I've like, like, never been in a room when it, someone did it right. It works in NBA 2K really well. Um, and it can, that, that's a really good set. And I actually think that voice control will last longer. In terms of how it evolves, I'm sure it'll get better, and it probably will. But still, to me, 
Like, I don't want to talk to my console. I really don't. So like, don't. I, yeah, it's so... But even, exactly, even yeah. something small like playing a zombie game and the game responding to how you might accidentally scream or or, may, or say something. See, something like yeah. that. I'm kind of you know, interested that, in that. But, the fact but that you know what? I don't, be I, I don't really scream at my Dead Rising 3 ever. So it yeah, doesn't really enough. come into play. Well, you like can, you can get a tech foul in NBA 2K if you swear. Yeah. And, oh, in, yeah. and in FIFA, you can get a red card or a warning from the, the, the I just company. wish it was more well, optional. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, well, it mostly is optional. But it, it kind of is. From a lazy I've perspective, had... if I'm watching a video, Xbox pause, I have to go pee. Like, it doesn't care about that I have to go pee part, but it pauses it for me. I yeah, yeah. it's still, I'd rather, just, I'd rather just, like, anything that I can do with the voice command, I would rather press a button, then another button, I, it's done. See, I'm I, I mostly man. agree. I, I have never, ever turned my Xbox off other than saying Xbox turn off. No, yes. I think I find it faster to hold the button because nah. it takes because nah. the thing comes up and you're like, are you sure no. you want it to? No, because no, you, you, you go Xbox, Xbox turn, turn off. off. Yes, yes, yeah, you got to do a little. Yeah, pause. that little bit. Yes, takes can't, longer than can't the button. Do it. I, I, I usually do that if I'm watching TV and I don't have a controller around, or I gotta like hit I the guide button the for it to turn back on and then hold it to Actually, turn it off. Actually, you know what? I had I had Leo's Xbox One last week when I played Lego The Hobbit, the Hobbit. and I didn't take the Kinect because Leo knows how I feel about Kinect and it yeah, in general, fair. and the fact that it runs without it, that's great. Yeah, but um, it sucked because and I don't I. I think it was I, at first. I thought it was because my internet connection wasn't very good, but the fact that it doesn't have the connect in it, I don't know if it's like sabotage. But it was so much slower, and like probably. there were so many problems, like turning everything on, and even just like, it was probably to just searching load for the it. game, trying to find no, because the and even it would have like constantly like an annoying little um, no connect symbol up in the top right corner. So uh-huh. I knew it wasn't there, but it was just. I think it was just like going to plug me in or what? And I'm like, no. We've had this argument in my imagination. We're not doing it. <laughs> okay, we need to keep going. Next one's time. Start hockey. Uh, so I guess this is kind of a good or bad thing, depending on how you look at it, but the rising costs to make a game. And we saw Ken Levine from Irrational say, yep, I'm not doing this anymore. It costs too much money, too much manpower. I'm going to make narrative-focused games, that narrative-driven games that cost less, and I can get my message across and offer the best possible game that I can. So... Yeah, that's what I think is really important. Just the rising cost, both good and bad in so a different way. it's pushing people out. That's something that's it's, important. It's pushing people like Ken Levine to say, to kind of focus on an idea rather than, I guess, maybe have this over, overly ambitious idea and end up making a bad game, which I think is quite happens quite a lot. And... At the same time, I don't know what like my point like is. on the flip side. <laughs> on the flip side, if you have a publisher that has the cash to throw at something, yeah, you exactly, can and based funnel on the, money into something yeah. and make this epic like Hollywood blockbuster kind of movie. So it's like yeah. it's good for and bad in both ways. I yeah, reckon. it's good that there is kind of like people like Ken Levine saying, "Well, I'm going to go down the indie route, but not really be indie, but yeah. they're the kind of games I'm going to start making now because of this." Surprised we didn't yeah. say Kickstarter in this list, but le- we didn't, so let's not talk about it. Last one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, mobile devices. Like, I, I don't know. We don't really need to explain this very much. They've taken up such a massive, like, you know, section of the gaming world. A lot of people oh, don't yeah, play games anymore. Games. It's the, the casual Angry thing. Like, even look at, look, like, what, what has mobile device gaming done to Nintendo? Like, Nintendo are to blame, but the, 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 the fact that people can play uh, games on their iPhone now is kind of taking a little bit away from, like, you know, not just Nintendo, but like lots of stuff. So I don't think that necessarily because 3DS and iPhone are quite different. But True, but a lot of people won't ever 
you I, know, I think mobile is more important because it's got this massive market of people who will still now say, I'm not a gamer. Oh, I played Angry Birds oh, yeah, every I'm, single I'm day. A, but they will be gamer. like, I, no, they will say, I'm not a gamer. I don't play yeah. games. Games are like, I'm not a nerd. I don't well, play games. Oh, I play heaps of Angry Birds. It's a word to Yeah, it I've is. It is. all of but the Angry Birds. That group who like five years ago would never be associated with playing a game probably play the most on mobile than anyone. Yeah. Candy Crush. Yeah. yeah that and it's not all crap. It's not. No. Okay, so that was what we thought was important. Now we're going to try to look into our crystal balls, boys. This is definitely what's happening. I didn't mean it like that. It's like when you were fucked. And we're going to smash these out okay. with very little Discussion. Uh, explanation. Okay. So we okay. have to prove that we're like the next... Uh... Yeah, all right, stop wasting time okay, on Shenmue this. Okay, Shenmue 3. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Shenmue? Shenmue? I have Shenmue. no idea. So I haven't said that yes. for so long. Um, three will get released, and uh, that's so far fetched. I don't even know why I put it on the list. Is that just hope rather than prediction? It's hope. Yeah. Uh, how long does future air quotes extend to? Um, two to twelve years. <laughs> two to twelve years. All right, I'll give you to the end of time. Mark your calendars, guys. <laughs> Anywhere between two and twelve years, yeah. definitely. <laughs> to, launch, to launch with C using Come the console. April fourteenth, twenty thirty. I am going to be like totally up in your grill yeah. if it's not released. Oh, this is what I said. The currently, like at launch, PS4 and Xbox One had these crazy sales. I think they're totally going to slow down because every game ever is cross-gen now. And, Borderlands, the percentage. And some of them are just last gen only. So I think twenty moving after Christmas this year, I think next year, 2015 early, this console sales are going to just slow down. And that's going to make developers even more be like, yeah, let's make this for 360 and PS3 because install base. And because you didn't say Wii U, great segue. So, yeah, the Wii U's gone. Nintendo are going to release a new console in the next couple of years, like way sooner than they would have normally. Next two years for sure. It's going to be called like a Wii DS or something. It's going to be like a some weird combination between Wii U and 3DS where you can take the tablet controller or whatever <laughs> with you like a 3DS. I don't know. It's, but if they, if they do it in the next two something. years, There's going to be another... that'll put it at the start of 2016. That'll mean it will have been out for three and a bit years. That's... Yep. Standard, like that's yeah. what the old standard. That's anyway. the old yeah. standard. That's what's going. Uh, there, there'll be a new console because Wii U is Good, just a it. total it's really failure. The Wii DS. Yeah, that's what. That's, that's <laughs> what. Yeah, I said. This production was in the balcony. That actually made my heart just. I listened to that yesterday. Uh, this is you. Next, uh, bully sequel. Which oh my god, I hope so. We need to see this. I think, It'll and be. you know what? I think they will do this eventually because I think that, like at high school. Or something. College. Ooh. Will it be called Fraternities. like Fraternities. Uh, that, that's actually, that's way better than high school. You know? So College. Yeah. They could, they could, it could, it, and knowing, I'm just can't even talk anymore, knowing like how rocks are now, it would be like, it would be like an animal house. Pledge of uh, Frat. It would be like an animal house. And they, they would tribute. have drinking games and beer pong, yeah, mini be games. Awesome. Cool. And the best part about Broly was that it was Toga. like, Grand Theft Auto, but not as like bust a cap in yeah. someone's ass. It's like put a firecracker in. <laughs> when did water. you become a gangster? Steve? It was like then. it was pretty yeah. outrageous, but you kind of could have. So you could think that about the character in high school, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I would have responded like yeah. that." You know, he'll wise up in a couple of years, yeah. and he'll realize <laughs> his name was Jimmy, right? Jimmy the freckles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy was awesome. Uh, this one's mine. I reckon um, Steam is going to realize the Steam box is the stupidest thing on the face of the planet, and they're going to look towards, like we were talking about before, some sort of handheld. Maybe streaming some sort of like portable Steam device where you can play games and kind of like Vita shape maybe like the Shield and like PS yeah but successful like that. yeah but like a Steam version that's it submit it without further comment okay uh, I've got that like the this current generation will be around for a while but what I mean there is like it will end when not necessarily Microsoft or Sony do their next thing but someone 
is going to do like the next generation of consoles after the current one now is going to be i assume uh cloud-based hardware that you know you get what you get and you stream whatever and they keep updating the hardware over time so you don't have to keep getting a new console they can just make small updates as time goes on but it's going to take a long time until the like internet infrastructure is good not just in america for this to work worldwide so i think you know like uh long span of time for current gen and that's when it's going to end when they do like the cloud hardware i like it mm. i like it uh who's this like me uh, rare are going to like return to some glory and make ah, some good yeah. games. I hope you're right, man. And Microsoft says nope. And this is a hope. Happen. That's a this hope. Like yeah. they, they're going to make a new. They're going to make Banjo three. They're going to make Perfect Dark three. They're going to make. All, I hope they do all the stuff that Jet we want to see. Jet Force Gemini two. Yeah. Oh. Conquers Bad Fur Day well, two. Specifically, Perfect Donkey Kong Country. There's uh, great <laughs> internet reference. <laughs> there's, there's no reason why Perfect Dark 3 couldn't be great because the last one was a launch game and it was like 10 years ago and if they had the time and online shooters and even single player shooters have come so far that the new Perfect Dark could really salvage it. Oh, yeah. Banjo 3, that's what I want to see. The, the thing is yeah. with Perfect Dark is that it didn't didn't sell well at all even as a launch game. Because it was a launch game. Yeah. That's why. And, and also people were like really upset about Rare being on Microsoft and not Nintendo. Uh, who's got this next one? Uh, ben. Can I just make a, a an annoying sound effect? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Virtual reality in video games is going to flop hardcore because two Game reasons. It is. Two reasons. One, Sony seem hell bent on pushing it in the next five years, and that's way too early. Yeah. I've used the Oculus, and it's very, very, very primitive, and I think it's a good. 20, 25 years away from being decent. Sony really want to do it sooner and they're going to release something terrible. It's going to make everyone feel sick and they're going to be put off and it's just going to fail. We all say we want to be on like a holodeck. You forget that if you're on a holodeck and you have to run in Battlefield to get across yeah, the field and stuff, hate you're not going to like doing it. You're like, oh, this crap. Why am I doing this? Where's the couch again? <laughs> <laughs> Xbox and right now it's, it's, it's really early it's really early tech which is shit why did the Virtual Boys fail it's the ex- okay the graphics are a bit better but the experience is pretty a much the same better. I think you're right yeah but I, I mean totally I mean, agree. you put a thing on your face what you're, oh, yeah. what you're looking at and okay it looks a little bit better now but the experience of having something annoying on your face and feeling sick and disorientated and not really having fun is the same I'm telling you the only difference is it's less red now that's the only yeah. difference to me it's a good... If they were doing this for the first time in 20 years, then maybe it would have a chance, but they're trying to push it really early and it's going to be terrible. Cool. Who's next? I've got the next one. I just... I, I think with the origins of EA and the Ubisoft Uplay... Uplay? Uplay um, out there, I think that we're going to see a big shift towards third-party publishers using the cloud and having things just like, you know, one cloud-based character for you and you can play assassin's creed on ps4 or xbox one and you know like whatever your game save maybe i don't know about game saves but at least your multiplayer stats and all that kind of stuff in the cloud shared between like an an evolution of cross-platform i guess if you will that's a really cool idea i reckon that's something that might happen yeah but who knows there might be you know sony and microsoft blocking that until they just can't but Mm. i think it'd be kind of neat and cool if it works that's it Last oh, one. this is me. Uh, more microtransactions. What I mean by that is like, uh, like I played World of Tanks recently, and uh, obviously, you know, with the rise of social networking, 
microtransaction games and free-to-play games and all that sort of stuff are starting to take. Like, even Leo was playing Trials on his iPhone and it wanted him to buy diamonds or something in the lobby just It before. is terrible. And it is terrible. It's ruined it? by that. There's Ben's... Whereas World of Tanks does microtransactions really well, but yeah, Game Fight Trials is terrible, and I hope that Ubisoft lose money on that. Yeah. I need them not to do it again. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, hope, yeah, I hope they lose a lot of money on at, that. You look at what... They like, have World to learn. <laughs> World of Tanks is obviously making those guys a lot of money, because we've all been to their parties, and they're crazy. Yep. So, yeah, they're doing all right, you know and it's a decent part. game, so I think we're going to see a lot more of that kind of thing, like yep. well-executed microtransaction games. I think we're proving that we're pretty smart and uh, with our fingers on the pulse of the industry to make these amazing, hopeful, maybe, yep. and mostly sometimes realistic uh, predictions. Yeah, bully too. Good you job. Can't, you, <laughs> can't, you can't be a realist without believing in miracles. Oh, oh, but how can you up. even see if our eyes aren't real? Oh, God. It's um, true. Um, moving, it's true. So far along, I just thought we should finish off you know, we've done 50 episodes, guys. Some of us oh, all 50, some of us some of them, some ben, of most eight. of them than anybody else. What, what is your favorite kind of friendly fire show FFS hashtag moment? This, you this, need to explain this to me because I wasn't on this According podcast. to this list, this is going to take us to 51 moments. Well, not really. The last Don't one is it. listener contributed, so yeah, well, you add number it. 51 It's like when, it's like when we can turn to the camera and it's like, can you? Exactly. Who shot Mr. Ben, Burns? you just focus <laughs> on your own. my jab. I'll focus on my one little task. Go, Ben. Explain this to me because I wasn't in this podcast. No, you definitely were because that was the whole Yeah, you were there. We were. This was the first and only one we've had six people on the show. Oh, you were there. Nathan was with us. Yes. Oh, Nathan, anyway, yeah. anyway, I was anyway. Say, it's not true because I remember one when Nathan was there. But yeah, that's the was one that I'm one. talking oh, shut about. Up. There you go. Uh, Tano said because it was the controversy episode where we were talking about all things that were controversial, controversial, and annoying the internet and everything like that. That's every episode. Yeah, yeah. but this one specifically because we named it yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, and Tano said, oh yeah, six white men can talk about these oh, women in yeah. games issues. And we definitely had one non-white man there. And he but didn't he's even realise. He's almost white. He knows that. He is Filipino and that's almost white now. So, and then, and then, and then, then Leo Beige. said, Leo said something along the lines of, I'm pure. I'm pure. <laughs> yes. I'm a pure white. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, good anyway, times. that was great. I believe that last bit got cut. I don't so, think we so put that Leo, in. So, now that you've turned a bright shade of red, why don't you keep going? What so what okay, I got, I've got two quick ones. The first one was where we recorded a whole podcast where we just played GameCube. <laughs> and it was the worst. <laughs> it was great. And all we could hear was click, 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 GameCube controller. And we just realized that Times with 2 was awful and not the game we thought it was. That monkey was annoying. It was kind of useful. And the other one was... Recently, where we decided to do the best Yoshi impressions. Yoshi! Yeah, that was great. That was funny. Mm. Oh, God. Shane? Yahoo! Shane? Yeah, you still win. Oh, yeah. my God. And Ben? Uh, my one was... was <laughs> Come last. on. Oh, go on. No, nah, but we're moving on. Yoshi. Yeah. Yoshi? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Yoshi. G'day. Yoshi. Um, Speaking of, Yoshi winner Shane. Yes, uh, my friendly father... I mean, there's heaps, but um, if we can't count... Uh, all the beers that we drank at Steve's engagement party the other week, and well, the table that we kept them on, and oh, that was cool. Oh, that was photo. pretty cool. There's, there are photos. You might see them. Photos. We table reviewed. Forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's okay. a second table review. Okay, this is getting off track. But uh, if that doesn't count, then it's probably Tano's performance last week in the Friendly Fire Show episode forty nine. He just would not shut up. 
Hi. And um, yeah, just hiing here and there, hither that? and thither. And if you did, did listen, you listen to that last week, did you yeah. listen? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> No. <laughs> if you did listen to that last week, I love his uh, lead in. It's yes. like he was giving a, a, giving a, a <laughs> response to like a Senate too. inquiry. Yeah. Yes. yes. There's even one like after the end of the song, so I had a lot of fun editing that. So, I am know. familiar with that. Tano. Uh, so the one time that has, I've actually laughed out loud in the office <laughs> listening to this was trying to pronounce, and I've actually forgotten the name of it. I've written Rompa. down. Try, try and pronounce it again. Yeah. I've written it down here. Derp and Rompa. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what you said when you said it? Because I've listened to that Dragon so many Popa? times. Dragon Popa? Dragon Popa. Dragon Popa? It just, just for the record, for anyone who didn't hear it, it was Dangan Rompa. Dag- Dragon but like, Rompa. Dragon Popa, every time I see Tano, I think, Dragon Popa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. So that was, that was 49. This is 50, Steve. Oh. I I didn't put mine on the sheet that you can read because it's really sappy. And Aww. come on, I've Sap spent, it up. with some of you I've spent 50 episodes or close to it because we 50, haven't all been here for 50 anyway. 50, but for at least for the last nine or so, we've had a really good run of, of meeting up on a Friday night and getting some beers and just having a lot of fun. And that's, to me, my best moment is all of the moments because I get to spend time with you guys Ben's and we have so much eyes fun. just rolled so hard like the <laughs> earth. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, the gravity of the Earth is out of alignment. I apologize. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this show. It's just Steve is an alco. I think that's and nice, Steve. I like it. I like the sentiment. I, yeah, my I other favorite nice. moment is when we always make fun of Leo. Oh, oh that's much better. <laughs> so pushing it off yourself. Oh, you're it's a lot unbelievable. <laughs> All right, but and we're gonna finish on this. What are your favorite moments of our show, listeners? Yeah, please tell us because. Yeah. Uh, Feedback is good. Like we did, we got some feedback the other week, and then I pretended that Tano was here for an entire week because someone. <laughs> no, you've ruined the magic. Much. Oh no! Yeah, if no. you didn't figure that There's out, no then, you know, I don't know how you've pressed play to listen to the show. Oh, Hit us up on Survivor. Our listeners. Hit us up on Survivor. our listener. Hit us up on Survivor.com or MMGN.com or the Friendly Fire Show hashtag. Or if you want to use FFS as a hashtag. We won't see it, but hey, good on you. Oh, and tell us tell us what you thought of the promo video this week as well. And yeah, any feedback? Yeah. We put a lot of effort into that, mostly Shane, but us. Hey, we sort posed of. and stuff. A good eight minutes. We right. looked tough. <laughs> say goodbye, Leo. Goodbye. Oh, you didn't say goodbye, Leo. Say goodbye. Goodbye, Leo. Bye, Leo. Get out.